Antediluvian Revelations, a poetic retelling of the Book of Enoch, the Prophet. Part 2, Canto 2, The Parable of Knowledge. With regard to the second parable, which will come at length in detail, the matter of the first is to resolve, as stated, respecting those sinners who deny heaven, the holy ones, and the habitation of the Holy Spirit, all being his vessels, they will not ascend to heaven, nor will they go to a new earth. There shall be a portion of denigration for those sinners who deny the name of the Holy Spirit, and who are thus held aside in torment until judgment day, the day of punishment and affliction for their wickedness. In that very day, the elect one, the Lord of Lord, King of Kings, will sit upon a throne of glory, and choose the conditions and countless habitations upon the new earth and in heaven, while their spirits shall be strengthened and purified, when they are in the presence of the Chosen One, who chooses those who have fled unto Him, for their protection from God's wrath in His glorious name. In that day, God will cause the elect one, the Messiah, to dwell in the midst of them, and he will change the face of heaven, blessing it with an eternal illumination of stars and planets in the creation of a new galaxy, to replace and renew another, because such as it is that the universe is eternal, the same as God, who made all of it, which renews when its cycle has completed. God is eternal, and he is extraterrestrial, existing throughout the universe. Within this new galaxy, which will occur as a change in the face of heaven, and all within the universe will know it has happened, there will be a new earth, which has changed in its appearance, and God will bless it and place upon it those he has chosen to give another life to live and continue to know his mercy. But those who have committed sin and iniquity, those who refuse to repent of their evil ways, the works of their hands which do not bless God, hands that do not come together in prayer to him, and his almighty presence as the Holy Spirit everywhere always, will never be allowed to go to this new earth nor inhabit there. They will be known in those latter days before judgment by a mark that God places upon all of those wicked ones, a mark which proves their choice to believe in the science and those evil ones who deter them from the Lord, with their lies and deceptions telling others salvation is in a vaccine and not within the power of God when a plague threatens many lives. God's judgment is not deterred by mere mortals who pretend godliness in the wickedness of their science for the benefit of their greed and avarice. Their condemnation will never end, although the day draws near, and God will destroy them from the face of the earth. They will suffer the torment of realizing their folly, and they will wither slowly, painfully, in excruciating agony, as their flesh melts like wax, and their bones burn to cinders, while all around them everything swirls red and black in a cauldron of limitless heat burning in fire. Just as this is written, so will it be, saith the Lord. Inside of this new heaven and new earth, Enoch beheld the Ancient of Days, the Eternal and Everlasting One, whose head was like white wool, and with him another, whose countenance resembled that of a man. His face was full of grace like that of one of the holy angels. Being curious about this sight, Enoch inquired of the angels who were with him in all of these days, going with him, and showing Enoch all of these secret things, and concerning this chosen one, this son of man, who he was, when did he come, and why he accompanied the Ancient of Days to this new heaven and earth. Then the angel, Banuel, turned to Enoch and said, This is the Son of Man, to whom righteousness belongs, with whom righteousness has dwelt all of his days, and who will reveal all the treasures of the angel paths, which have been concealed, for he has followed all four, completing them because the Holy Spirit has chosen him, and his portion of God's endowment surpassed all others who came before him in the everlasting uprightness of Zabiot. As a son of man, this chosen one had been born natural, and he was not the son of God, nor made by God in a human female. He was the same as any man who came before him or after, but he received a greater portion of God's Holy Spirit when upon a mountain, the same as Enoch, Noah, and Elijah, 
God transfigured him to have eternal life. Then Fanuel said, This son of man, whom thou beholdest, shall raise up kings and the mighty from their couches, and the powerful from their thrones, shall loosen the bridles of the powerful, and break into pieces the teeth of sinners. He shall hurl kings from their thrones in their dominions, because they will not exalt or praise him, nor humble themselves before him, by whom their kingdoms were granted to them. The countenance likewise of the mighty shall he cast down, filling them with confusion, whereupon they have called him, and naming him, Son of Woman, born of a virgin and God, as if he were the abomination of Nephilim, which God abhorred. Those pagan Romans and Greeks thought it was true, that Heracles and Hercules were the sons of God and human, that in this way they brought heaven and earth together. But that was clearly a lie, and not the truth of Almighty Yahweh. Those heretics adulterated the message of this Christ by saying that he was one of several gods and a trinity of gods. They deified his mother and their many minions as a service to Satan, and a blasphemy of idolatry against Almighty God. Constantly will Constantine suffer everlasting condemnation. It has been that evil fallen angel who made him to believe the scurrilous lie that God would ever need to impregnate a human female with a child who would become a god, when he specifically prohibited this among his eternal sons. Darkness shall be the habitation of those sinners, and worms shall be their everlasting bed of horrors. Nor from that bed shall they hope to ever again rise, because they did not exalt the name of God Almighty, who is only one entity, the Eternal Father, Creator, and Holy Spirit. They shall condemn the stars of heaven, shall raise their fist against the Most High, and shall tread upon and inhabit earth as it burns after judgment day, exhibiting all the works of their iniquity. While kneeling needlessly and senselessly before their precious idols, their strength shall be in their riches, and their faith in false gods, whom they have formed with their own hands in the likeness of themselves. They shall deny the name of the Holy Spirit, and shall expel eternal truth from their accursed temples, in which they assemble to perpetuate their lies and deceptions, making many to fall upon their swords when they finally come to know the truth that they had made this Son of Man and all of the faithful suffer in the name of the Lord of Spirits, whom they rejected in that day. The prayer of the holy and the righteous, and the blood of the righteous shall ascend from the earth, rising into the presence of the Lord of Spirits. In that day the holy ones will assemble those above the heavens, and with a united voice petition, supplicate, praise, laud, and bless the name of the Lord of Spirits on account of the blood of the righteous which has been shed, that the prayers of the righteous going before the Holy Spirit may not cause them to suffer in the extermination, that for them he would not execute judgment, and that his patience for them may endure forever. At that time, Enoch beheld the Ancient of Days, while he sat upon the throne of his glory, while the Book of the Living was opened in his presence, and while all the powers above the heavens stood before and around him, it was at that time when the hearts of the saints became filled with joy, because the consummation of righteousness had arrived, the supplication of the saints had been heard, and the approbation of the righteous approving and appreciated as a personal sacrifice, a penance proving perfect love, which glorified the Almighty, the Lord of Spirits. Furthermore, in this place, when it was a future time, Enoch saw a fountain of righteousness which never ran dry. It never failed, being encircled by many springs of wisdom, having their habitation with the righteous, the elect, and the holy. In that hour, which seemed a blissful time from Enoch's observations, this son of man became invoked to go before the Lord of Spirits, his name being spoken in the presence of the Ancient of Days, before the sun and the signs were created, before the stars of heaven were formed. His name was invoked in the presence of the Lord of Spirits. He shall be a support for the righteous, and the holy to lean upon without falling. He shall be the rock of their foundation, and he shall be the light for all of the nations. He shall be the hope of those whose hearts are troubled. All who dwell on the earth shall fall down and worship him, shall bless and glorify him, and sing praises to the name of the Almighty God. 
the Lord of Spirits, in his name. Therefore the elect and the concealed one existed in the Lord's presence before the world was created and forever. In God's presence, the Son of Man has always existed. He has revealed himself as eternal to the saints and to the righteous with the wisdom of the Holy Spirit. For he has preserved the lot of the righteous, because they have turned away from and rejected the world of iniquity, of idol worshipping, of sexual immorality, and have detested all of its works and ways, declaring their belief in the eternal truth in the name of Zabiot. For in the name of the Lord of Spirits, the saints and the elect shall be preserved, and his eternal truth shall be life to them forever. In those days shall the kings of the earth and the mighty men, who have gained the world by their achievements, become humble in countenance to know the Lord's greatness. For in the day of their anxiety and trouble, the souls of sinners shall not have salvation, and they shall be in subjugation and enslavement to those whom God has chosen to be over them. God will cast them like hay into the fire as fuel, and like lead into water they will fall into the abyss. Thus shall they burn in the presence of the righteous, and sink to the depths in the presence of the holy. Nor shall a tenth part of them ever be found, and nothing remains to remind, reprimand, or reprove. In the days of trouble the world shall not obtain tranquility. In God's presence shall the sinners fall and not be raised up again. Nor shall there be anyone to take them out of his hands to lift them up. There will be no rescue, respite, nor any further redemption, for they have denied the Lord of Spirits and his Messiah. The name of the Holy Spirit shall be blessed for ever and ever. Wisdom is poured forth like water, and never will glory fail to flow to the Lord. For potent is he in all the secrets of righteousness. Iniquity passes away like the shadows in full light, and possesses not a fixed station. The elect one stands before the Lord of spirits. His glory lasts for ever and ever, and his power exists from generation to generation. With him dwells the evolution of spiritual and intellectual wisdom, and the spirits of those who awaken in his righteousness. He shall judge secret things, because this was a secret thing. Nor shall any be able to utter a single word before him, for the elect one is in the presence of the Holy Spirit, in accordance with how he has blessed Almighty God. In a time later, and much after some centuries that pass, in those days the saints and the chosen shall undergo a change. The light of day shall rest upon them. The eternal truth will be made known to them, and the splendor and glory of the saints will be changed in the light of this truth. In this same time, which is also a day of trouble for all mankind, evil shall be heaped upon sinners, drawing them further away from the truth that draws nearer to them every day. But the righteous shall triumph in the name of the Holy Spirit. Others shall be made to see through the darkness of paganism. They must repent of the lives of those ancient idolatries, and they must forsake the works of their hands, which became supported to the lives of the heretics. The glory of God does not wait for them in the presence of the Holy Spirit whom they deny. But by his name they may still be saved if there is still time. For great is his mercy, and righteousness is his judgment. Not in the presence of his glory, nor in his judgment, shall iniquity be permitted to stand. He who does not repent will surely perish, because the Lord God Almighty will not have mercy on those who falsely claim repentance and deny the eternal truth that Jesus Christ was the Son of a man, saith the Holy Spirit. In those days, the days of some future time unknown to Enoch, the earth shall deliver up from her womb, hell will deliver up from hers that which they both have received, and destruction shall repay the great debt which they owe. God shall select the righteous and holy from among mankind, for the day of their salvation has arrived, and in those days, the days of judgment, the elect one will sit upon his throne, while every secret of wisdom and intellect shall proceed from his mouth. He will reprove and re-educate those who listen, for the Lord of Spirits has gifted and glorified him with this knowledge of the eternal truth. In those days the mountains shall skip like rams, the hills shall leap like young sheep full of milk, and all the righteous shall become like angels in heaven. Their countenance shall be bright with joy, for in those days 
shall the elect one be exalted. The earth shall rejoice, the righteous shall inhabit earth. The earth shall rejoice, the righteous shall inhabit heaven. And only the elect will receive spiritual gifts with eternal love. After seeing all of these things occurring in some other time, when Enoch had seen every secret vision of future events, he was snatched up in a whirlwind, and carried off into the west, where his eyes saw the secrets of heaven and all that existed on earth, a mountain of iron, a mountain of copper, a mountain of silver, a mountain of gold, a mountain of gallium, and a mountain of lead. Enoch inquired of the angels who were with him, asking, What are these things which as secrets I behold? Then Fanuel said, All these things which thou beholdest shall be the dominion of the Messiah, that he may command and be powerful on earth. The angel of peace came to Enoch and said, Wait for a short time, and thou wilt fully understand, and every secret thing will be further revealed to thee, all of this which the Lord of Spirits has decreed. Enoch waited as instructed, and the meaning of this vision became revealed to him in time as reward for his patience. All of these mountains of precious metals will become like water, descending from high upon these mountains, and they shall become debilitated before his feet. In those days men shall not be saved by gold and silver, nor shall they have it in their power to save themselves and escape. There shall be neither iron for war, nor a coat of mail for the breast. Copper shall be useless. Gallium and lead will no longer be coveted. All of these things shall be rejected and perish from the earth, when the elect one shall appear in the presence of the Lord of Spirits. The glory of the Lord has no earthly comparison, and the worth of God's glory is far greater than anything that has ever been known to man. This concludes this episode of Antediluvian Revelations, a poetic retelling of the book of Enoch, the prophet. Be sure to subscribe or follow for notifications of new releases. Thank you for listening. I am Michael.